Hello and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. We're back. We're here. We're here to make a superhero. Uh, I'm thinking of a place where things are made so I can uh, take that on as our identity this week. And it's going to be a... Restaurant? Uh, re- no, we've done... No, you're not. A, a sofa maker. Welcome to our sofa maker Let us upholster you a hero. Yeah. We'll upholster you a hero. We'll take like fine linens from um, various other lands and comics because like we take those as inspiration and then we'll paste them across a wooden, an expertly crafted wooden frame of characterization and, and, uh, 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 Put on some nice throw pillows. You know. Yeah, go, put on some nice throw pillows, you know, sort of costume details. Well, that's what they are in this kind of metaphor. And we'll, and then you can take a, take a seat in your nice new superhero. <laughs> My name's Dean McKnight, and I apologize for the last uh, 45 seconds of audio. Um, you should be apologizing for more than that. You've, you've been doing this for far too long. Yeah. With me in the studio <laughs> is my one good friend, Jade Sarson, and my new worst enemy, Joshua Randall. No, I agree with Josh. Sorry. Oh, well. You know what? I'm, I'm going to edit both of you out for this episode. It's just going to be me monologuing about a new superhero. All, it's going to be all Dean, all my ideas, and uh, you guys have kind of just like uh, fittingly burnt this sofa bridge down to the ground. I mean, cause... joke's on you. You're not even editing this week. <laughs> Josh, can you edit yourself and Jade out of this episode, please? Uh, I'll see what I can do. It depends on what you bring to the table. If you can prove yourself to me and bring up some uh, stellar sofa-based hero ideas, then uh, what, what what kind of books are we laying on the coffee table then this week ooh, to accompany this sofa? It's a very good segue. You know, we you know we like to read. Uh, some uh, some very very good comics to engorge our brains with uh, inspiration before we like start creating ourselves because that's a legitimate part of the creative I process too. Don't like the phrase engorge brains. <laughs> Jade, what have you been engorging on today? Uh, Jade. Um, I said I would, and I got to it very promptly. I've been reading Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me. Oh. By hey. Mariko Tamaki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell. Billion. Time Eisner Award winning yeah. comic. <laughs> All the bricks. Um, so, it, I mean, it's self explanatory, really. Um, Freddie's girlfriend, Laura Dean, plays around, withholds affection, disses her friends, lies, and yet still manages to keep reeling her back in. And Freddie becomes more and more distant from her friends who are facing their own struggles and, you know, learning about their own sexualities. Um, the the way I felt about it was as if it was to all the boys I've loved before meets sex education. The the show, mm. not the concept. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so like, you know, lots of delicious teen angst and uh monologues about sexuality. And the the dialogue is like Dean, you'd love it. It's you know, it's teen dialogue. Is it teens being teens, I believe the, yes, uh, the old absolutely. phrase used to be. Yes. Um, Good. But at the same time, it's it's really wonderfully composed. Like nothing unnecessary is said whatsoever. So it's it's you know it's refreshing to see teens not talking too much. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, I guess the the trend is to like you know have them ramble on and stuff. But they they really yeah. don't in this. Um, oh, and the 
I'm just looking at it right now. Oh, the spot color. The it spot is beautiful. Color. Oh, the spot color. The spot color. I can't stop thinking about the spot color. It's it's so good. Um, sometimes it doesn't show up at all, actually, which makes it even more impactful when it does. Um, so like sometimes it highlights one of Freddy and Doodle's weird, like they make weird dolls out of um, stuff they buy in like thrift stores and things. Hmm. And sometimes they just have like little conversations, just just the dolls. Um, and sometimes it's used to highlight Freddy's phone that she constantly checks to see if Laura Dean's replied. Yeah. Um, and they really aren't afraid of negative space either. Like the book is brilliantly laid out. It's fucking paced to perfection. And it, oh, as Dean said, it's just gorgeous. I, I actually gasped, gasped rather, a couple of times. Um, but whether that was the artwork or Laura Dean's behavior, you'll just have to find out. Oh, buy it. Yeah. it. It won it won one trillion awards. You should get it. Yeah. Um, are we going to start talking about negative space now? Because I, f- I feel that sort of a lot of thoughts, you know, behind your lips at the moment, you know, about negative space and its use in comics, Jade. I could go on about negative space for like hours and how mm. important it is. However, I feel like you're trying to distract from the fact that you probably haven't read anything. Have you, Dean? That, that's the main negative space, is that there's a <laughs> massive gaping hole where Dean's recommendation should be. <laughs> All right, you pair of very witty individuals. Mm. I've I've read a comic and it's actually kind of weird and interesting. But also, mm. it's another Star Wars manga, so we should what? take that with a grain of salt. Where have you found this? So, this is Return of the Jedi. <laughs> the oh, the official dude. Black Horse Comics published uh, version of uh, the film. Uh, of course, written originally by Lawrence Kasdan and George Lucas. Uh, adapted by Shin Ichi Hiromoto. And I say Shin Dash itchy because you know this is back in 1999 when people apparently didn't know how to write these kinds of names and boy did you mean published by dark horse by the way yes what did i say you said black horse i'm such a such a comics poser guy (laughs) (laughs) i know your black horse and your your images comics marvel detective comic comics but anyway this this particular comic um the artwork is kind of all right. Basic plot is it's fucking Return of the Jedi. It's weirdly enough, it it only gets to Luke like bouncing back onto the skiff after he's pushed into the Sonic pit. That's it. So that's like what, like 180 pages or something like that. It's not a Wait, huge amount. Wait, what? Of the film. It doesn't cover the whole film. No, <laughs> no, it does not. Okay. Does it have a volume two, or is it literally uh, one and done? I th- I think at this pace, it must be at least like three volumes. Or um, maybe it was intended to be more than one. Do, do we have them? Oh, I think we have the second one, Jade. Mm. Uh, anyway, it gets up to the bit where Luke turns on his lightsaber and that's it. But anyway, the artwork... <laughs> does, is... It doesn't even finish the Sarlacc stuff. No, it does not. The artwork is all over the joint. It's here, there, and everywhere. Like some, some uh, cases like, you know, with the with uh, Jabba's palace you know that you've got these really big deep shadows and other times it looks like um Hiromoto has just kind of drawn it in biro just like the <laughs> loosest lines you can possibly like think of 
Like there's such a contrast in this artwork. Um, but it just makes it kind of like way more interesting to read. And also, also you got that thing that is very typical in manga where you have the ultra realistic looking creatures, animals next to manga is hell, Princess Leia. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So like the the Sarlacc is like not Sarlacc, sorry. Um, Rancor. I'm I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan, guys. Don't don't even joke. Rancor's like perfectly rendered, and then you just have like just bishy Luke like fending it off with a bone. I don't think I've heard the word bishy in some time. Probably not since Return of the Jedi came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of nuts. Um, I'll have to dig up some of these like um cooler panels uh when we post our recs on the uh on our twitter but would i recommend it i would say that if you find it in a library or your friend has it you should definitely give it a look over because you know i think it just it's star wars also boba fett's on the cover and he appears like you know like three pages (laughs) so so he's basically boba fett it's like most star wars advertising yeah he he doesn't even get the force kick so what's the point do we all know about the force kick? Yeah, of course we know. Okay, we're we're, we're into Star sure. Wars, Dean, okay? <laughs> I just want to make sure, you know, you know, Star Wars power level over here is like pretty high. And... Get the fuck out. I force <laughs> kick you out of the Skype chat. <laughs> Josh, what have you been reading? That's interesting and wonderful. It is very interesting and it is very wonderful. Um, so whilst I was away at the weekend, the latest bundle of comics from Shortbox appeared through my letterbox. Hello. Which is an absolute delight. Um, so I've been reading one uh, on the way to work. Um, I mean, it's only short, so I've read it a couple of times. Uh, but this one is called uh, Minotaur by Lisa Trayman, um, who they did um, some work on very early giant days. Oh, okay. So they've got this very, uh, if you know about that, it's a very, like, quite a bouncy style. Hmm. Um, and so this is a short little comic about uh, two friends, uh, Mel and uh, Dina who are going on their trip to uh, Ecos, which is Ikea. Um, <laughs> and it's basically about their quest uh, through the labyrinth. Look, think back to the title, Minotaur. Oh. Um, going through the labyrinth that is Ecos to try and find the perfect shelving solution. That's... What a mood. What a mood. And you know what? It is that mood that it just perfectly encapsulates of just that feeling of... The labyrinth that is Ikea. You know, how you're ferried around these individual sections, picking up things you don't really need, <laughs> but still feeling the need to. Have, just saying, this is nice at everything you see in the whole oh, Ding this, Dong store. This is store. really good, yeah. I'd really like to pick up this uh, entire room and bring it home. Isn't this cute? Isn't this like a uh, little goose doorstop cute? Yeah. Um, so it's so basically about those two, and it kind of brings in that thing that eventually happens to everyone who goes to Ikea there's some form of argument. <laughs> um, and yeah, it kind of just brings in all... When you said it's a mood, it is very much a mood. <laughs> but it's really funny. Um, it also really uses the comics medium to its fullest, which is something we always do love here. Hey. Um, plays around with um, like panel layouts. There's even a fold-out map of Ecos as well. Excellent. Um, yeah, there's a lot packed in for like 50 pages. But yeah, no, the art is bouncy really there's some very nice negative space used in there man you said you said short but 50 pages ain't short well no um compared to star wars return of the jedi volume one that's pretty short all right that's like five minotaurs um (laughs) 
Also, I've always said it Minotaur. Is it Minotaur? Well, the thing is, the way that they've spelt this is M-I-N-O with a little accent above it, T-A-A-R. Ah. So I think oh. it's kind of, it's going for that usual uh, Ikea, Ikea thing, thing. of, yeah. like, there's a couple of, there's some very nice little background jokes of, like, um, you go into the small things section, and, you know, it's mm. small as the kids would spell it, S-M-O-L, but it's got the, <laughs> I- but it's got the little Ikea accent on top of it, so it makes it seem <laughs> Swedish. It's, it's the smooth section. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Dean. Um, yeah. That's marvellous. So it's just full of those nice little jokes, and... Yeah, the art's really bouncy, colourful, negative space. It's a dream. It's up on pre-order at the moment, so I think they're getting out all of the short box orders, and then you can order them afterwards. I would suggest going there and getting some stuff. Good. Excellent. Um, everyone should get on that. So, okay, so I think... I, I, I have a generator this week. We're going to get into the hero stuff now, guys. Guys, comic stuff is over. We need to start making our own things. And yeah, I, making I, our own comic. <laughs> I have a generator this week that everyone here may be very familiar with because it's been popping off on Twitter. Uh, if you think you know what it is, say it with me a- after three. One, two, three. The cyberpunk name. No no one? Oh, nope. I did see this one. I just did- saw everyone saying drawing, drawing. And yeah. yeah that's a move. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw comics, comics. Uh, <laughs> so uh, everyone at home, this is the Your Cyberpunk Name uh, tweeted out by Marcus C. Vance, uh, and the, the the gist of it is, it's something you don't like plus something you do like. So, for example, uh, someone likes drawing, but they also dislike drawing, because <laughs> that's just the eternal struggle of creation. So, uh, Jade. Yes. Something you don't like plus something you do like. Um... You know, I'm going to say something as well. It can't be food. We've already done some some of this. Like that's kind of like yeah, food. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. Then put that rule in. Hmm. Oh, God, there's so many things I dislike in this world. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very freeform uh, generator. Yeah, yeah. This is going to take a little bit of editing because I'm going to be mm. sat here thinking for a while. Um, if anyone else wants to jump in while I'm thinking, I do not. Um, something I don't like. Uh, waiting. I don't like waiting. Oh. Um, waiting raccoons. See, I was going to say, are animals allowed? Yes. Hmm. I, I am waiting raccoons. Josh, any idea? Mm. Mm. <laughs> my, my, first, my first thought was, for a thing I dislike, uh, trolls, but I'm going to say troll. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I turned and saw my adorable bird plush, so troll bird. Troll bird. That 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 sounds like vaguely like Scandinavian as well. You you draw a bird. <laughs> okay. Uh, Josh. It's really difficult because in my mind I'm self-editing as I go. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, no, that's not going to sound like a good hero because something I hate is a uh, mastication. Oh, ah, oh. that. Hmm. I mean, you could you could say that, but like, like mastication candle. <laughs> that's just nonsense. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That is mastication candle. We can call them MC for short. Horrible name. So, so which one do we like? Do we like Mastication Candle, Waiting Raccoons, or Trollbird? Well, I like anything that's not plural, so not the raccoons, please. Oh, oh you can have Waiting Raccoon singular. I like I like raccoons, guys. I, I've already fun. got ideas for Trollbird. I say we go with Trollbird then. Yeah. Take it away, Jade. <laughs> it sounds like it. It's 
it could be like multiple things. Like you could have uh, an alter ego that's um, a toll bird, um, which <laughs> is similar similar to to a troll. If you think of like the one that like the mythological one that hangs out under a bridge and asks uh-huh. for a toll. You're not wrong, guys. So, isn't a troll bird just that pesky goose that's been going around? Hug. <laughs> isn't that the, just the troll bird? I mean, Jade? I didn't think of that, but now that you said it. <laughs> Isn't that what? Well, we can we can bring it to like a, a more fairy tale style for our troll bird. Because listen, two people can have the same idea, but do it in different ways. Absolutely. Um, another thing to think on is that birds are always seen, uh, even though we just referenced geese, um, which aren't the prettiest of birds. But um, most birds you think of are very kind of pretty or like well, delicate. I, yeah. Whereas trolls, obviously not. Hmm. I don't know, like, you can have... I think we've all seen that video of the pelican eating the pigeon. That's not a very delicate bird at all. That's a good point. (laughs) That's not a... And I think that's... When you're talking about, like, tough birds, I always kind of think of pelicans Mm. and, like, that that kind of bird that... Any bird that can hold something is a pesky bird in my eyes. So eagles, they just pluck fish out of the water. That could be your hat. Uh, like I said, pelicans, they've got, they, they're walking around with a, a bum bag in their throat. What, what's in there? Probably your, your, your loose change. Um, albatrosses, Good they Lord, can just... We're going off. Uh, have, <laughs> can any of this lead to a hero, perhaps? Uh, a tr- Just a really, really dangerous, but at the same time, almost like a tough thief burglar bird no i don't want i don't want to make like a villain that steals things from villains okay hold on you you mentioned um pelicans what if it's like that's a saving people mechanism like their their bill can like really open up and like carry people to safety see similar way what what if troll bird i think i've got an idea what if troll bird is that they are a superhero but they come in and like steal the saves from other superheroes so maybe like one hero is about to like save someone from like a like a, a burning building and that this this civilian's falling out and the hero's like i'll save you and then troll bird just swoops in and is like <laughs> i like that a lot because it makes me think of um uh birds swooping in and stealing chips yeah mm. pre- pretty much uh but it's superheroic acts um you know oh there's the Bank heist. Josh, <laughs> we're we're back. We're home. Chewy, <laughs> Chewy, we're home. What if there was a bank heist? You know, stick them up. There's a heist. Gives all your money. Mm-hmm. Superhero blasts in. There's like never fear. The uh, marvelous man is here. And then they go to punch one villain, and the bird just swoops past and takes them out. And then the bird just like comes in, takes out some bunch of other villains, and this Mister Marvelous, marvelous man. Is like oh, I'll 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 still stop the head of it. No no, t- no 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 the, no. Um, marvelous man has like beaten up uh, the criminals. It was very flashy, and then they turn around, and as they're saying, "And now to rescue the hostage," and pe- the the pelican type troll bird is there, and it's just like <laughs> sucker. And outside, <laughs> there's like cameras going off and ah, they've got their yes. arms around the hostages because they already whipped them out of there <gasps> okay yeah you, yeah you, you you say arms but i i'm only seeing an actual pelican 
Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing like a just a natural pelican, but with slightly longer legs. Wait, there's a <laughs> in Spyro Two Gateway to Glimmer. There is a level which has a pelican who is kind of human. I'm looking they're it a up pelican, right now. But they kind of have normal legs. Spyro pelican. Uh, it's the one who says trouble with the trouble. Oh. Oh. Yeah, something similar to that. But they gotta have those like bird beady eyes. Yeah, a lot of character from it's birds got little comes booties. with Yeah, so it's got little boots as well. Maybe they can have little boots with like I was gonna say wings on them, but that seems weird for a bird to have. Maybe like their little boots can have like human biceps on them. Yeah, let's mix it up. I know that you guys I know that you're uh connoisseurs of the anime media. Oh. Have you found me now, out? I partake. <laughs> what if we were to have Trollbird are you familiar with Hammerspace? Yes, I am familiar with Hammerspace. Nope. Um, Hammerspace is the kind of fictional void in anime where, like, if a character will pull out a very ginormous hammer... Oh, yes. ...from nowhere... Gotcha. What if Trollbird's kind of... This sounds disgusting. Beak sack. <laughs> beak sack? Say, say Bill. The Bill. The, the Bill sack. <laughs> um, what if that was its own form of Hammerspace? I love that, yes. Its own bag of holding. Yeah, so it's got... That's probably a better idea of way of saying it. Um, but can you kind of imagine, like... you the know, beak of holding. <laughs> oh, the, the, there you the go. The bill of holding? Yay. Mm. It all works. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, how most heroes have their way of presenting villains once they've caught them? Mm-hmm. You know, like, Spider-Man likes to web them up. Batman just likes to beat them up. Does, are you saying it just kind of shows up to the police or whatever and it's just like, bleh? That's exactly what I'm saying, Jade. Thank you. <laughs> Some, like, fish guts fall out as well. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Whoops. Just yeah, just, just imagine they come to the foot of the police station, they open their wings, and they just kind of, almost like a penguin, kind of just like, <laughs> and just numerous criminals fall out of their... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I love this. Excellent, excellent. And they... See, we already unfortunately gave them booties, but can you imagine just... Wow. I suppose... I can't... Character his, history? Um, <laughs> um, it's a it's a bird with a, a enormous beak. I mean, um, is... We haven't done a multiverse hero in a while. Oh, oh here we go. Do you not remember our... Good crocodile friend. Yes, of course. Oh. How could I forget? I mean, I don't remember their name, but um, oh fuck! It was like the sports team mascot named Generator, Electric Alligator. No, because it, it had a swan. Jolly thing. Alligator. Jolly Alligator. That's it. Thank you, Jane. Um, yeah. So that was to do with a. They had been experimented on, haven't they? Yes. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're the owner was um, an old person who was like a, an experimental scientist who had created lots of anthropomorphic animals and then stopped because they realised animal cruelty was dumb. And uh, yeah, hmm. and also and now, they, I, I believe they were losing their faculties as well. So they became mm, just this yeah. sort of doddery old person. Here's what I remember. Uh, doddery old person, alligator going out, saving all the other animals, Mega Man style. Uh, they lived on a narrowboat. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. Um, so why don't we bring this pelican into the mix? Okay, that's good. Um, I was scared when you said, like, let's make a multiverse thing. I thought you wanted to go a little bit more 
large scale. I oh, thought you wanted no. to go. I thought you wanted to go all Grant Morrison on it, and mm. I got scared. Not today. Don't. No. Not not today. I I only do that on uh, anniversary episodes. <laughs> I mean, te- I mean, theoretically, there could be an entire universe within this uh, b- bill, if you think about it, within the beak of this bird. Oh, uh, but don't think about it. Hmm. I th- I'd rather you not think about I it, Josh. T- I do like that. Easy journey to the center of the pelican, <laughs> where a hero accidentally gets eaten by the pelican and has to find their way out of this bizarre jungle planet that is inside this pelican's beak. <laughs> you, you you gotta have one episode. You gotta have a journey, fantastic journey episode. Oh, definitely. Um, have they have they done one for Batman? Have they been inside Batman's they, bloodstream? They've been inside Batman. Aquaman joined them, and I believe they <laughs> tamed a blood cell at one point. Wow. All right. Uh, that Comics one, are bad. You can definitely get me off topic on that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think we should have this uh, troll bird be um, a offshoot of that. Maybe maybe there was something that escaped and never truly got captured back. Hmm. Never truly got captured back, but they got you know they they clearly have some sort of moral compass, mm. even if it's a little bit skew with just a little bit skew with enough to be fun. Like maybe maybe they. It'd be easy to say maybe they got adopted, but we kind of did that. No, we no, did no, that. no, 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 Remember this was like a whole, every time they escaped, it was like down the river or whatever because they were connected to a, a water source or something. Yeah. So back to the original thing, this was, you know, the troll pelican type bird. Mm. So it, it camped out under a bridge while it was hiding out. And also, this is why it's still <laughs> mostly a bird and only has like, slightly more human legs that sounds disgusting just it was one of the <laughs> this pelican with these fully formed calves <laughs> oh. but like that's because they weren't fully transformed into a more mm. anthropomorphic well-spoken humanoid is because they were one of the earliest experiments and oh, they got out idea time so maybe they were like trolling this bridge um which is an odd yeah, say. so they'd just like hop up, they'd flap up, open their bill, and glare until someone dropped some some money in or something or some treats. Yes, but what if one day, um, maybe they were like, uh, like say like a woman was like running across the bridge or something, mm-hmm. or like someone was getting like mugged and they were being chased. Mm. What if the pelican, what if Trollbird stopped the uh, the mugger? You know, did the whole like spiel. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they weren't fast enough to catch the person running away. Yeah, right. But they ca- they they stopped the feet from their tracks, and maybe they they do some uh, pelican kung fu and uh, beat them up, and then they get their first taste of glory, and the pelican is like, I don't know what a pelican sounds like. I mean, does, what if they like? They, does this one talk in any kind of way? I'd like this hero not to speak. Oof. Listen, it's goose season. We're sticking all the honks. honks. Yeah, all honks. All honks. Um, but what if this this pelican gets like a taste of glory and they love it? And the only way they know how is by being a little bit of a dick about it. Yeah, so they jump up, they miss the runner and they're like, hey, wait a minute, okay, wait, okay, there's another person coming and this person goes to run past to catch their prey and Trollbird isn't having it. They're like, what the fuck? Okay, no, not letting you get away as well. So... They kind of flap a bit in that typical big bird way of, Mm. you know, where like they try and use their wings to steer you. uh, Mm. And they're, you know, 
urging their beak towards them, their their beak sack towards them. <laughs> You've ruined this episode, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> urging for money, and the the villain is you know just just trying to get around them. Uh, and then the the beat up happens, and mm-hmm. uh, the the victim comes back and is like, "Oh, thank you, thank you for saving me." And the beak is still open. And the mm. person can see some like coins in there, so they're like, "Oh, oh, I see. Yes, of course. Uh, that's only courteous." So they drop drop some coins in, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of like how to get from point A, which is victim thanking them, to point mm-hmm. B, which is I want Trollbird to just swallow the villain. Um, maybe the the victim could be like, "Oh, that nasty guy. He." He did this to me, and he did that to me, and the other day they did this to someone else. And then the I mean, Trollbird. I thought Trollbird was just going to do it for funsies, and then find out. Wait a minute, I didn't actually digest this person. They've just, they're just kind of in there, annoying me now. They're rustling around, rustling my jimmies. I got to get them to. Where can I, where can I drop this loser off? And then they, that's when they first throw up at the police station. It's great. I think we all have like, um, we all have our own individual idea of how moral this pelican is like i think jade's in with like the lowest amount of like like the the worst moral compass (laughs) josh is josh is like a uh the 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 mummy bear like the medium and i'm just like maybe this maybe the pelican can be good she's i mean don't do it in a weird way there's no reason they can't be all three yes because this much like a troll it's all based in folklore oh Oh. so it's all whispers and stories yeah exactly like have you heard about that that pelican? Like <laughs> ah, you're talking my, about my, Trollbird. Yeah, I, my mate John. We were at the pub the other day, and apparently he actually saw the bird, and he he looked into that <laughs> big old bill of his, and the light that shone out from that it was like a galaxy inside that bill. <laughs> yeah, well, well, my mate Cliff, he he fucking he fucking shook Trollbird's hand. It was really <gasps> weird because it was like it was like a giant feathery wing hand it was so weird it was like in those cartoons and then we can release a uh found footage film called <laughs> troll bird hunter <laughs> and it'll be it'll be a big hit how about what else can we do with this hero i feel like we've got like one or maybe two issues worth of content hmm. here like what what about friends what about potential arcs i mean what i about- do like the i because you mentioned issues and to go on for another another episode in a row where we talk about actual issues and narrative arcs. No, go for it. Um, so I think it should almost be like a people at the pub kind of setting. Yes. And each oh. each issue is a different person who's had a different experience with. It's like fucking. What what was it? Um, was it? Are you afraid of the dark or goosebumps that had like the kids around the campfire that told the whole? That's story. are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid Jay? of the dark? Yes. So so that, but in the pub. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I remember seeing, I think there was like a, a Batman movie that was animated ages ago that they did a um, a short called, oh, have you, oh no, I think they even did it in the animated series, they've done it, it's a, it's a really cool thing if you want to do one of those like, kind of, not in the public eye kind of heroes, where they can just, yeah. you can almost adapt it to different styles, so like, we could mm. do like some really interesting, like, <laughs> art choices for this, so like, it could be... This would be perfect like, for an anthology because you could yes. get loads of writer artist team ups. Oh, okay. So uh, we keep the idea super simple. Mm. It's a troll bird. 
They fight crime. They steal crime from other heroes. Like that. That's pretty much it. It's a simple character, but the 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 joy of this book comes from the interpretations. Yes. Mm. I mean, it could even like say it was much like we did with the tiger having it at like six issues. Mm. Mm-hmm. We could each issue will be done by a different artist writer team because mm-hmm. each one will have a different kind of story. But there will be like a maybe like a narrative thread that runs through them all. Ah, I so see, what they've yeah. seen is like, maybe they've seen Trollbird at different points during the day. Mm. At different oh. stages during like the crime they're trying to solve. Turns out they're they're all just on the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, probably no one realizes it. Mm. But they, I mean, they could even try and flare it up somewhat. But yeah, I think. What if this pub? What if this pub was partially populated by other superheroes as well? What if those superheroes were yeah, very annoyed at Yeah, sometimes like a drunk hero comes over. That's how we hear the story of when. Um, Marvelous Man or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, no, you can't be... Don't tell me you're praising that bloody bird. Listen, listen, let me tell you what happened to me. And meanwhile, they're like <laughs> fucking <laughs> starstruck because they're like, oh my God, it's Marvelous Man. <laughs> and, he's, and he's pissed. <laughs> but like only yeah, he yeah. could tell that story because, mm-hmm. you know, all the hostages were just too scared and not there. And, you know, no one else was in there apart from the criminals who are locked up now. And then... Alongside Trollbird, we have Waiting Raccoon. I, I was thinking about Waiting Raccoon as a villain as soon as we said about getting onto Trollbird as the hero. I was thinking of this kind of... If Can you just imagine? It's... Uh, let's set the scene. You're walking home at mm-hmm. night. You have yeah. had to pop to the 24-hour Tesco because you needed mm-hmm. toilet paper. Because okay. who hasn't okay. been in that situation? Of course. Oh. You're walking down there and you decide to take a quick shortcut to your house. Mm. Down a little alley and then you see... A pair of eyes. <laughs> yes. Then you see another pair of eyes. Uh-huh. And another pair of eyes. And another pair of eyes. But however, these eyes, instead of moving backwards, they seem to be getting higher and higher. <laughs> Just numerous little glinting eyes. Okay. You get, you get your phone out. You get the little torch button on. It, it, it shines in your face briefly, slightly blinding you. But as soon as you turn it to face what's in the alley, you just see... Many raccoons. Waiting raccoons. What, what are they doing there? Other than waiting. What are raccoons doing in the UK? I don't know. <laughs> but they're waiting. And, you know, you drop your phone and you immediately run off. And obviously, you've got your loo paper, but, you know, make it more of a... Yeah, you're going to need it now. Yeah, you're going to need it now. So it's almost like another, like, folklore aspect. What are they waiting for? I, I, Jada, I don't know. That's... Ca- I hate, I hate that. I hate just the idea of them like waiting and watching. You know what a raccoon's supposed to do? They're supposed to come up to you and like put, gently put like put out their grabby hands. Little gross little grabby steal hands. Steal your loo that... paper and then rip it up and wash it. Exactly. Um, and can you only imagine the way that the pelican defeats it by consuming many raccoons? Oh no! Just all into that bill. And then, then the next time you look in the bill, there's like, there's like a survivor. Oh my god! Like, oh, and you'll never believe what I saw when I looked in that bill. Oh, so, the so, eyes! So, there are so many eyes. <laughs> so many eyes. You could do it in this really kind of disgusting horror eldritch style of just oh, this god. spooky Ew. pair of eyes inside this pelican. That's the one we get. Like, and then oh. and do these all get thrown up? I mean, I guess they're going to have to, and. You know, that's maybe how it ends. So what we do is, we, at the very start, we kind of plant this. Um, we can we can kind of have like a just a little story at the start of the first issue where we describe this Tesco trip, and then it's mm-hmm. only at the very end when Trollbird comes into contact with 
the big bad of whatever that is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And in order to defeat it, they do just spew up all those raccoons. Many raccoons. Many raccoons. Sure. Sure, Josh. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what else to do with all these raccoons in my bill. I was just frantically trying to think of like some sort of artist that could really delightfully render eldritch horror raccoons. Who is the monstrous artist again? Claude TC, maybe. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, oh. God, they'd be all glooping. There's Jock who yeah. did witches, and witches had some awful watercolour. I can only imagine these watercolour raccoons spewing out from this pelican's yeah. beak. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, we, we never name artists a lot on this podcast about like, who would we do to illustrate X, Y, Z character? And there's a good reason because, you know, we, we don't, don't need to. <laughs> yeah. While we don't need to, you guys know what the character looks like. It's in your mind's eye. And two, Jay does a, does a pretty fucking stand up job, like, anytime oh, they render well. a character. And also, really, isn't every episode like a bunch of people at a pub talking about a pelican? <laughs> yep. Mm, I'm, you can't see it, but I'm doing like a very like Buddha esque nod at that. <laughs> mm. Um, this we 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 can have a little shorter episode unless we have any more. I guess we ideas. should try and think of like what the actual overarching narrative is because mm. we we tied it into the jolly alligator stuff, and that tended to be um stuff like there was the boxing swan that came oh no it was an electric swan yes the electric swan was that fought jolly alligators so it was like lots of other experimental uh anthropomorphic animals that were just kind of coming for revenge on this little old lady and and jolly alligator was defending her because he remained loyal uh Mm. could go on could the villain be jolly alligator (gasps) oh so is this like the reverse like even though we know jolly alligator is a hero from from Trollbird's perspective, Jolly Alligator is the villain. Yeah, so what? maybe it's... Uh, Jolly Alligator has heard all of this nonsense about this pelican throwing up criminals and mm. doing all sorts of gumph. So we've kind of got this... We can just thread it throughout that this that basically Jolly Alligator's coming to get Trollbird and just be like, come home, this is getting a bit out of hand. Pack it in. <laughs> come on. Just... I heard about come the raccoons. <laughs> You're not even supposed to be here. You're a... You're a pelican. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm an alligator. Um, So maybe it does end with that final confrontation between Jolly Alligator and Trollbird. And Trollbird, then that's when they spew up the thing. And it kind of ends on maybe a... And sometimes you can still hear Trollbird honking somewhere. I did Google, like, pelican sounds, but I'm scared. (laughs) Uh, I guess we can can end on that if you'd like to edit in a pelican sound. Wait, I mean, wait. If we just have a little bit of space and I'll just play a little pelican noise. Well, actually, let's just get one up on YouTube so we can react to it. Okay. Oh, it's great. Can you hear that? No. Oh. Did this one This one sounds quite growly. Yeah. It, is it pelican bird dash sounds and calls? Yeah. It's awful. Oh, that is truly grotesque. Yeah. Stop, um, stop. Sa- wow. It sounds a bit like a dog, in a way. We, uh, we kind of... Here's a little tip, everyone. Before you make a comic, do your research. Yes. Because you might end up uh, making a hero out of something that has one of the worst sounds in the, in the animal <laughs> kingdom. I mean, can you only imagine being a police officer working in this town and not only having a pelican presenting a numerous criminals to you from their beak, but also just, whilst they're doing it, kind of just making that low, rumbling growl noise. Mm. It, oh. it would make you wonder what else is in there. And also, how hard must it be to concentrate on trying to find a troll bird when you're looking around over your shoulder every 
you know, every alleyway trying to make sure that there's no eyes. Loads of eyes. <laughs> God, we've created a, just a, a horrible, like, town to be in where <laughs> there's we've, raccoons and We've been and making pelicans. a lot of, like, small-time kind of heroes and villains lately. Yeah, well, you know, this the city, the city's been... Like dented that. No, I'm, I'm liking it. I think it's nice. I mean, we've we've been no stranger yeah. to rural heroes before. Mm-hmm. We've had we've had farmers, yeah. eyebrow threaders. Um, <laughs> One of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it ties in with our inspirations as well. You know, you've got your your, your humble Jabba's palace. You've got humble. your uh, your uh, small time uh, American Canadian town, Jay. Oh, Canadian. Uh, America. I don't know. I didn't really think about where it was set, to be honest. It's and you've got Ikea. wherever the heck you got Ikea, Ikea. <laughs> which in itself is its own kind of world, really. Josh, did you know about the uh, sitcom that was illegally taped inside an Ikea? I did not. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I think it was somewhere in Europe uh, where they made it, and they didn't get permission. But all the sets and uh, yeah were, were were filmed in Ikea, and they got the same actors to portray like various episodes um and they put it all on youtube hmm. stay tuned for our next photo comic entirely photographed <laughs> in ikea <laughs> featuring a well we'll get a pelican in there uh, oh, somehow God, the havoc um sp- <laughs> they're, they're we still should... trying to dig all the raccoons out from behind you know, <laughs> between all of the surfers there's so many bins the, the raccoons can just plop in there you won't find them throughout thank does, you all does trollbird so have a much. costume sorry um, <laughs> it's a tiny cape. It's a tiny little uh, diamond on the chest. No, no, they've got a high vis jacket that's really dirty. They found it in the river while they were trying to get away. <laughs> that's gross, Jade. <laughs> Do they have a domino mask? They can. Have you seen if a pelican's want. head? Have you seen a pelican's head? Um, it's it's yeah, not I'm domino sure. mask. It's. it's am, I, it, am I making this too much of a challenge for myself? Let me look this up. I, I'm. A, a pelican's head is like the size of like a baseball. It's so small. Yeah, the, it's, the it's eyes... almost like if we were to put a domino mask on a hammerhead shark. Um, yeah, I can see. I, the issue know, there. I, re- I reckon I could get that done. Also, it's it's good that it's a high vis jacket, right? Because then you can have that glow. What what does light bounce off of? Not just a high vis jacket. All the eyes. Oh. <laughs> well, you gotta draw it. I mean, this is this is all on you. It's fine. I can I can do that. Thank you all so much for listening to Jade dig themselves into a hole when it comes to <laughs> illustrating this hero. If you want to help us out as a wonderful little podcast that you perhaps enjoy, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you can help us out by listening to Josh. Um, you can go to your uh, wherever you listen to your podcast and somehow try and review us, be that iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, if you get to us through Twitter then you can use Twitter and then bounce it back to us and review it that way. You know, retweets are our friend as well. Um, mm. However you review us, um, what we can do is we can take your handle and we will put you into an episode. Um, obviously, we can't really do anything like we've done with this week with your handle, but you could be, I don't know, uh, whatever we did last week. I'm sure that was a name macro. We can use that for you. Uh, it, what? Put it this way: this... we'd find a generator that uses a name. <laughs> a name. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So we've got that. Um, our Twitter, by the way, is bbr underscore podcast. On a Wednesday, we'll post up pictures of our recommendations. I'm very interested to see what Dean posts up for Return of the Jedi. Um, I'm telling you, like some of this art is pretty 
pretty good. Is there anything on the level of sexy Watto? Oh, uh, I don't think there's there's a like a very partially manga jab of the hurt. Um, you know, mm. kind of like very wide open eyes. Oh, but there is like there's manga as hell layer. Look forward to that. There's a lot to look forward to, especially when you wait a couple more days. And on the Monday, Jade's going to throw up on a hell of a illustration. I've I'm been sure. looking for this entire time that you've been talking about this. I've been looking at Pelican Open Mouth on Google Image Search. And <laughs> you idiot. Why did I do this? You oh, idiot. No. Why, why would you? If you stare into the void, the void stares back, oh, Jade. God. Oh, God. I'm closing that. I bet they have some awful teeth in there as well. They're like a goose. No, no. It's just a void. Oh, it's just... You thinking. have been bitten by a radioactive pelican. I am Dean... Don't look in that mouth, McKnight. I'm Jade Thousands. Thousands of eyes, Sarson. And I'm Josh. <laughs> That's my pelican impression. <laughs> Randall. Plays off, Josh. <laughs> Is that what you mean by playing off? Yes. Is it oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, bye.